Oh my god, Catherine, what happened yesterday? <laughs> I was like crossing the road. <laughs> I was like going to cross the road. And it was a zebra crossing. And like nicely, a car stopped for me to let me cross the road. And like, as I was crossing, because I'm like an actually curious person, I was like, oh, who's driving? <laughs> I looked into the car and the person driving had full face paint Joker makeup. <laughs> it was the Joker. <laughs> <laughs> it was the Joker. Can you believe that? Like, like how know, many you know how many celebrities are in the Greater Wembley area? <laughs> and I got the Joker, and he stopped for me. He didn't even run me over like I thought the Joker would. So, That's so sweet. So I think I think I might know why you saw the Joker. Go on. So this week, probably about three months ago, by the time this comes out, <laughs> um, today the ju- the Justice League movie came out. Oh, do you think he was so, on the way? But that's to go see I it. imagine he he was off to either go see it like or to go see it at a friend's house or that's he just illegal. dressed up like it because he bloody loves it. Well, he's dressed up like the Joker. I'm sure he doesn't care <laughs> about breaking the law. You're right. <laughs> yeah. Catherine, you said you said earlier that he was dressed as the Heath Ledger. It Joker. was definitely the twisted kind of Joker. It wasn't like a shiny Joker, like a a, oh. a, a wholesome looking Joker. It was kind of like very red mouth, kind of greeny eyes, very white. Do you face. know what the new one? Do you know what the new one looks like? Have you seen him? No. Well, it's, he's, it's, he's like it's the... G- G- Gerard Leto, I believe is how you yeah, say it. Yeah, his is his is his is like a. I mean, it is pretty different, right? It's like a. It's is a slightly cleaner looking Joker. I, th- I think he's got like gold oh, teeth. Is it? I haven't seen it. I but... I have no interest in seeing it because it's dumb. It's four four and a half fucking hours yeah. long. Yeah, it's in black and white. Is and it, it black and, and white? Oh, it boring. Shot, and it, it looks like it was shot on an old television. So I, I have so many problems with this. Like, first of all, Go on. the the if you, I don't know if you've seen the original release, it's incredibly hilarious. Uh-huh. It's it's worth watching because of how bad it is. But then the problem I have with this is that no film can be good if it has to be four yeah. hours long yeah. to make to make it yeah. work. Agreed. And also, he, yeah, he's he filmed it in four three, like he's watching it on a cathode ray tube PC monitor from the nineties. Like, what? Didn't it? That's what I thought. HMV days. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, here, here's something else that happened this week, which was absolutely brilliant. Um, I try to can the swearing because I'm not sure if we're, we're supposed to swear or not. What? But we've been, this is our been podcast. Well. I do, yeah, I think we have to we have to tick like a special box that says what that we're flip? sweary on it. <laughs> That's ridiculous. Yeah, it has, has a little e next to it, doesn't it? On the... yeah, a little e next to it, so yeah, not, that not makes suitable. You look, that for, makes you look cool, though. E for ex- excellent. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> makes you look cool for the chillins. Um, so yeah, I found out this week, and all, we all found out that back in the 1920s, I think it was, I Dan think it was, was in a commercial oh um, for <laughs> Twiglets. So Dan, Dan, do you want to elaborate on how you went through a, a time <laughs> hole back to so, be a 1920s so, urchin? So Daniel, um, you've, you've, you've lived through uh, two pandemics now. <laughs> um, first of all, I don't... <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember there being 
Aztec polyester fleeces in the twenties. Also, I don't. Re- that, I, I don't. I don't remember there being. Mate, it was pe- shot in four three, and it was black and white. I got no idea what was going on. <laughs> um, so one of those like uh icebreaker things when you're in like big groups and they're like, tell us something fun about yourself. Mine has always been that I once modelled for Twiglets. Um and no one's ever seen the proof and i finally got my stepdad to dig out the proof which is me <laughs> in a petrol station on the corner of my old road looking at a pack of twiglets um <laughs> do you do you remember do you remember how it came about yeah so he yeah. My, my stepdad um was uh this is this is, this quentin. is quentin shout out yeah. quentin um worked in, he had a marketing company and they did um brand marketing for jacobs um and he needed it was like a trade like you know you get like those trade magazines what that no one really reads but get posted out to any uh any kind of uh, industry uh, anything like we get them at work we get loads of different construction ones that no one reads and they're just going to be in um it was like an advertorial thing for jacobs and all i remember from it is that we just got like a year supply of like I was going to say, did we you got, get paid We got loads of stuff. Nice. And I think that's why I don't like twiglets. How many, how many twiglets is a year supply? Well, there was like, there was, there was boxes and boxes. You know, like the, like, uh, the, the kind of wholesaler size boxes of, mm. of snacks. It was like, mm. there was at least like four or five of those of different things. Seeing like child labour laws back then was so different. Yeah. I, <laughs> get paid in a box of twiglets. I didn't, yeah, I didn't get money for it, but I did get twiglets. <laughs> And so, so anyway, so I I got I got proof of this finally, like fifteen years after first announcing it to the world, and um, I got widely ridiculed on social media because roundly, roundly because apparently it looks like it's in the twenties, even though it's in a petrol station. I'm wearing an Aztec fleece. It's yeah, it's got nothing to do with you as as. (laughs) as the figure in the photo it's the fact that the, the the branding for twiglets back then looks like some willy wonka 1900 bullshit well it was actually it so the, outdated they they were originally like a, a well-being healthcare thing really like Coca-Cola. really yeah and like, and like lucas Ye- yeast extract no i'm taking the piss I, uh, i'm taking the piss oh, oh you really <laughs> had me i was fascinated <laughs> I was so ready to hear all about the health benefits of Twiglets. I was thinking, could it be a digestive thing, a B vitamin thing? Probably B like, vitamins, right? All these years, Dad's just been a sleeper agent for Twiglets, trying yeah. to like. I'm in the pocket of <laughs> big Twiglets of their medicinal benefits. <laughs> <laughs> you did refer. Now a word from this week's sponsor, <laughs> Twiglets. Twiglets. You did refer to the tw- what was it you Good called for it? What Twiglet- ails you? The Twiglet Zone. The Twiglet Zone. Oh yeah, that because that was the branding That's very at the time. Good. Was. Uh, on on the, on the shelf zone. in the photo, it's got like it says the Twiglet Zone <laughs> in the font of the Twilight Zone, which I, I enjoy. Twiglet sounds like something you'd call someone that's like mild mannered but oh. annoyed. Oh, a Twiglet! <laughs> oh, you Twiglet! I don't know. It's Come like, on, it's like a, a bit like treacle. Oh, a treacle! No. Oh, a Twiglet! <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Oh no, no, that's something else, Catherine. That's horrible, something else. Horrible. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that. Yeah, I'm sorry. I, mean, I, I uh, yeah, that's a long time ago, back in the 1920s. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. Back so, in the day. so I spent the week being ridiculed. How was everyone else's week? 
Dude, I saw the Joker and my week was still bad. <laughs> well, uh, to be honest, if you're in a position to see the Joker, mm. you're yeah, you, it doesn't sound like you're going to be having a good time, really. The Joker is like my natural enemy, like in like a evolutionary way. I just feel like everything I stand for is like opposite so of the Joker. You, you're Batman. So, oh shit, I guess so. Batman. I guess so. Um. Yeah, like I've I've just had a really shit week and people have shit weeks, it's okay, but um yeah, I don't know. I can't explain it. I think I think I feel like we're so close to I feel like we're getting really conflicting messages from like everything, like half of well, the government. No. <laughs> half of me's really no. excited about summer, but then the other half's like, Oh, everything's falling apart. I don't know. I can't explain it. But it's good to have Oh, At least it's good to be busy, I guess. Which is kind of totally, what freshers. Totally understandable, I think. Mm. Yeah, well, it's been good. You've been, you've been doing lots of media this week, which is exciting, right? Might be the reason my mood is so so fucked. I I did um I did set a timer on Twitter and Instagram, like an app timer, um which has helped. But yeah, I think oh. you know the amount of time I spend doom scrolling, especially when I'm watching a terrible football match. This week's been awful for football for me because, as a, as Dan Dan, I'm sure, but as a, as Spurs fans, we've been put through the ringer a little bit, which I know is stupid. I know it's stupid to put stock into football to kind of, but it's it's like a nice escape. And when your team do really badly, and it and it seems like they're not even trying, it's just really hard to to kind of like. You wouldn't understand we, being Manchester being, United, yeah, fans. being supporters <laughs> of the the boys, yeah. We love those boys. Yeah, well, you've had a bad day. Those you, ones. You just uh... no. <laughs> just yeah, yeah. Just nope. Here's the thing. I, like, I, 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 I told them. The I told them earlier no. that that happened, and they nope. were like, "Nope, no, nope. it didn't." Yep. Here's Not a thing. Here's the I thing, did, though. Like, I did men, actually. Men come and go, but the boys, the boys are forever, <laughs> and I live by the that boys motto. Are forever. You know. I did. I did. Um, in good news, I did sell my first ever pedal to somebody Congrats. outside of the UK, Wait, oh. which was pretty sweet. Cool. Whoa, 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 what did whoa, you sell? Whoa, whoa. I sold a um, a clone of uh, Westwood pedal, which is the pedal that we used incidentally on the bass uh, and I have on my bass board. Um, it's like an Earthquake Devices um, distortion pedal with a really lovely op-amp in it, a really high quality op-amp. Um, it's lovely, super, super crystal clear. Named I think after it's the Tim best. Westwood. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you if you click the little Westwood. button, it goes. Give it to me one time. <laughs> it's fucking amazing. As in the Bishop son of Westwood's son. As in the son yeah. of Bishop Westwood. That's so mad, man. Yes. That's yeah, insane. That's, that's who it's named after. Yeah. That's insane, man. He did have some good beats. Miles. He did have. <laughs> Miles, tell me. Jesus more about was a cool dude. <laughs> <laughs> I want it on record that Catherine just dabbed. No, I didn't. <laughs> doing that. I didn't dab. You know, I went like this. You would know if I dabbed. Let the yeah, record show. Yeah, because be you safe. just did. That's not Let a dab. The Let the record show. Let the record show that George is so old doesn't know what dab is. Dab's this. <laughs> this is a great. That's what you just this, did. This, no, it doesn't. I was this reading. is great for a podcast. By the way, I'm going to cut all of this out. <laughs> I'm gonna cut all of it out. Did, did I sure. ever tell Silence you me, a bit of Catherine yet later on going? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> did I ever tell you that I did sound for I... um 
did Justin Welby the the what's his name what's 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 the come on Catherine you're you're Catholic. this is a great story mate what, what? who's, the, who's, <laughs> who's the, Justin who, Welby who's the head of the church the Catholic Church in England what's the name of them Archbishop Bob Welby Brennan all right whatever mm. Bishop Brennan when it? was this like a couple of years no, ago. No, he's the Anglican Church, George. Proddy. Well, that that would be that would be an ecle- ecumenical matter. That would be an ecumenical matter. <laughs> Shouldn't quote that. It's bad. It's a shame. It's a shame. Shame we don't know who wrote that. Yeah, I know, it? right? We could. Good well, thing that it's open access, public source. Uh, it's just completely I mean, improvised. I, it's been like it's been about a decade yeah. since I've been involved Nobody. involved in the church, so I wouldn't be able to tell you who. Vincent Gerard Nichols, VGN. <laughs> the big VGN. Um, <laughs> Miles, how's your week been? Uh, you know, since we started talking about how all our weeks are, I've been trying to think, and I just cannot, for the life of me, <laughs> remember a single thing that I've done this week. Sounds healthy. Yeah, well, sounds. I had a lovely run a- today, though. Nice. That's good. How far did you go? I haven't seen it on Strava. I've been on Strava because I have myself have not been for a run today. So, but how was it? Uh, I've d- uh, it was it was really nice. I've got a bit of a dodgy knee at the minute, so I'm I'm doing like half a walk. Oh, you need runs, to be careful with that. Yeah. Lovely down at down at the seafront. It's just nice to get outside, mm. isn't it? It's just nice to get outside. <laughs> Welcome back Miles from is, that. Miles's Google has gone haywire. I see. Welcome back from that wee break. Um, what you will have heard in that short space of time um, is an 8-bit version of the song we're talking about this week. The song we're talking about this week is called The Summer I Got Good At Guitar, uh, which is a song from our probably now out EP of the same name, uh, The Summer I Got Good At Guitar. Um, so... Why? Well, let's talk about this song. Let's talk about um, the. Let's talk about this song's origin story, and let's talk about how we ourselves, except for Dan, got good at guitar because he got good at drums <laughs> and bass um, guitar. I got I, I got I got good Dan's, at guitar over lockdown. To be fair, so yeah. In Dan's defense, he's produced some riffs. This well, summer. The, well. So this this the summer that Dan got good at guitar was this summer. So that's sick. We can talk about that. Um, <laughs> But yeah, um, I listened to the song today, which is probably for the, which is probably good because sometimes I don't bother listening to the song before we talk about it, and I'm, then I try and rack my brains and think about what song it is we're talking about. But I did listen to it. My main takeaway from this song is the ba- uh, the I think the bass on this song is really great. It really drives the song, um, so I'm super proud of that. And then I'm also really proud of the um, bit, in, the 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 second and third verses of the song that have a wa- a baseline that kind of walks up the uh the the the, the key uh the scale and really lifts the song and then there's a little bit that Miles does while I'm doing that in the second the third verse I think it is where your guitar line is just really really wonderful so I I I really like this song I think it's really great um what are people's memories of this song recording it writing it um, I remember remember doing some stuff in the room. 
Um, this is one of the few that we like re really hammered out in the room. Um, but it, it's super simple, but also like deceptively so, I think. So, yeah, what are people's memories of this song? Um, yeah, Catherine, go for it. Um, this would be I. The thing about the song is that like it's definitely by quite a lot. It's the oldest song that's on the new EP, um, because I think I probably wrote it about 2017. It was definitely before I moved to France, and like I think quite a while before I moved to France. But um, it is yeah. I think and also think the the naivety of me and my youth. I think I I named it a little hastily because I still don't think I'm very good at guitar, but um. Like, yeah, I think I wrote it about, uh, I think I'm, I'm really proud of the lyrics of it. I think, I think it's like, oh, the, the, uh, listening I think to it's it today, like quite a departure. The sing the singing on it, like the vocals on it are wonderful. Your performance is oh, incredible. The, the, the range of it, like that, that way, where, where you sing, I think that it, this could be over soon. And you're doing that, the, the really high Oh yeah, in the background, rich, like rich, yeah, super. Rich absolutely hu humored me on that one. He didn't think it was. He didn't really understand what I was doing, but I was like, no, 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 don't worry. <laughs> and you can hear me laughing at the end of that take. <laughs> it's like quite quiet, but just because, like, I mean, as I hit the very, very high note, even I couldn't maintain seriousness. But yeah, I think this, I this song, I had it written out perfect. I knew exactly how I wanted to sound for like three years, and it came out sounding exactly like that, and it kind of dictated the like how how i saw how i envisioned like envisioned like the rest of the ep like i knew i wanted it to be really light really airy like sound like there's lots of like a really high ceiling on all the songs like it's quite floaty um the lyrics are about like when i was quite a bit younger and um I, like all i had like like when i started playing music and playing in bands like i had like male fan mates who like looking back quite clearly like had feelings for me and like that was the only reason they're playing in my band but I was oblivious to it um or like and then once I realized it'd be like it'd be really awkward so just awkwardness like I had a, a yeah like once someone in my band like told me yeah so once someone in my band like sent me anonymous messages on tumblr that was like someone has a crush on you and they're gonna be at the show and I was like oh wow and then right before the show the band member was like oh can I talk to you outside they're like it was me. And then we had to go play a set. Um, so it's just like awkwardness, I think, is what that's about. And like, there's also the line that's like, I'm young and I will be happy soon, which I think is like about how, like, and I still do this, like, it's way, it's way, it's way easier to plan, like to plan for the future and not like kind of just appreciate what's happening in the present than always like looking forward and stuff. Um, because like, yeah, it's easy to forget that what, what's, the stuff you're doing now is the kind of stuff that you two years ago would have, was dreaming to do and planning to do. Um, so yeah, I think, I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot in that song. It's quite a dense song lyrically. Um, yeah. But I, I'm proud of it. I think I'm glad that, I'm really glad it got, it made it through. I feel like I really championed it um, and I was quite insistent with it and I'm happy that it's the opening title and I'm happy that it's also the, titch, the title of the EP. Like that's really cool. So were you... I think it's... So when so when you so when you when you sent it to us, um, yeah, in and we because this this would have been one that we wrote over, um, or like you did the parts for over, uh, the internet, 
which is which was new for us at the time. Now I feel like it's old hat. Um, and <laughs> it, and it and it came back with um, the like a like a baseline that wasn't. Do do you do you expect the song to change a little bit when it comes over to us? How do you and when it does, like how how do you adapt? to that do you feel like you need to adapt to that or do you just sort of are you happy for us to take the lead on it and change it a little bit if we need to or change it a lot if we need to what's your kind of like i'm yeah i'm normally happy for even really big changes to happen because like i'm used to big changes happening and also like i like everything you guys do it makes the song better in my opinion normally within reason normally. but the only thing <laughs> normally yeah, yeah the no. only thing that i was super that i was committed on for the song, or that i the reason i liked the song so much is the build-up and like it doesn't really make any sense because there's no there's no spoke like lyrics in the chorus it's just booze there's no um like it's one of those fresh songs where like i i would i I, it, I don't think it happened at all i think you guys rolled with it fine but i could imagine um you guys being like this makes no sense there's three verses this happened but like it was and that's the and i was like that's why i like it so but i don't remember there being any conversation about that um so yeah i was fine with it like yeah i rarely ever get really really committed to stuff but when i do watch out (laughs) I I, i think it's um it's different because like you say there's no there's no chorus in it it's just three verses with yeah with like a little break in between them but i think the reason that we're all quite like taken with it is because it's got that same kind of narrative feel that the mountain goats do a lot where like it's just like driving forward telling a story like just bam 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 it's not like it's not written as a song like as a song structure um and it's just like i think when we first like started working on it i think i said i can't remember the um the name of the mountain goat song but you always remind me the one that's just violin um just like just violin uh, and well and and him singing um uh it's got it's like oh is it it's got um, cellos maybe cello yeah Yeah. um i think it might be um Dun, 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 that, yeah, that yeah, one. the reception's yeah, yeah, gotten yeah. fuzzy. That one, so it feels very <laughs> similar to that. Balance has shifted. In, in, in fact, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's got the same, the same, the same rhythm, like one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two. That, mm, um, mm. that thing going on. Um, so I think that's yeah. why, like, it didn't, it didn't feel like a a, a, a two minute pop punk song. <laughs> Um, I, I I refer I refer to that one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, one, two, three as the as the Coldplay. The the the, co- the Coldplay shuffle because yeah you've got you've got that you've got those threes over there one two three one two three one two but like the 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 way the way that the anything with that you've got like a real you've got like a real push you've got a real nice feel that that really kind of shuffles you along and and kind of keeps you on your toes and then and then it goes it goes more swinging and like yeah that when it when it does that it's really really cool and it does it does the like um i really like i almost feel like the verses are almost a kind of chorus but they're not you you 
and I like the fact that everything, even though it it's even though it goes A B A B A B, it 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 actually mm. is A B C D E F. It does do different things every single time, despite being mm. like kind of on a motif, and and I really like that. Miles, Ma- yeah. tell me tell me about when. Well, is it oh, okay if I just say yeah? Um, yeah, I there was a, a point in time where I really pushed the sunset tree on Dan and I was like, listen to this, listen to this. This is how I feel about everything. And um, the song that Dan's referring to... Is it Delorded? De- uh, is that the one? De- yes, yeah. that's the one. Delorded. I just, just um, checked. And I'm, so, <laughs> and I'm so happy that... I'll cut that out. <laughs> Thanks. I'm so happy you took, took a cue from that because um, it worked really well and it articulated... And that's what I was trying to articulate and... I didn't explicitly. I was explicitly. I was listening to a lot of Mountain Goats around that time, so it's cool that you. Yeah, that's just a great. Oh, that's so cool. That makes me really happy. Um, George, continue. <laughs> <laughs> so Miles, tell me uh, about the guitar line I love so much. Where it came from. What you remember about that? Mm. And also, like the you the. I really like the blah 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 You know that's really great. So like, where where did that kind of come from, and what do you remember about it? Yeah, I I remember with this one wanting to not not overcomplicate things. Like it's it has that it has that real drive to it, and I was thinking of it as kind of like a nineties US garage drivey type thing you know like um i don't know the breeders or the lemon heads maybe i don't know that's that's maybe not not the best examples but um and so i i wanted to do something that was like just a very a very simple hook um that we could repeat through the whole thing and then mm. in the in that verse which you you just reminded me of a minute ago george um where i'm doing that kind of syncopated thing that was originally straight and then i was listening to an album called space echo um analog africa number 20 which is great um which is all music from uh cabo verde uh which is i believe in west africa but it's a place where um in the 60s or 70s i think um a load of synths a lot of synthesizers that were getting shipped <gasps> down the coast um washed up and and they were they were distributed through the um country schools so a few years later you got all of this like really really interesting music being made and it's a it's a um it's it's just a compilation compilation of that kind of thing and that kind of I think really influenced me changing you know giving that giving the verse thing that push which makes it like a much a much more interesting part certainly um, yeah I love it I absolutely love that yeah. part I remember I remember when you played it in rehearsal I remember like pointing and I remember stopping and being like that is awesome I love it I really really yeah. loved oh, it cool. yeah it's so cool that it was like inspired by that I love that story it's such a like interesting story um I think yeah, there's loads of articles and stuff about it. Yeah, yeah. like I think it's a, it, it's such a yeah, like I think I'm really glad that 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 you all under like that you all were 
were fine to like go along with it and explore it because I think I've gotten I'm I've gotten more like flexible and adaptable about writing songs structurally but I think I always do just kind of like uh towards this the 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 simple or like re repeating something as opposed to like writing more stuff for the sake of like a more conventional song structure um so I think you guys have rolled with it and it's like actually unintentionally like created some really cool like areas of creativity mm. and like ways to like because yeah it, it makes you think on your feet a bit more um, yeah I mean and, without yeah. without wanting to sound too kind of like I don't know big headed or anything I do I do I really like the fact that you do kind of ha that, that you do keep things kind of simple and we do repeat things a lot because it gives me space to kind of do different stuff because like each so the the, the guitars I think I'm pretty sure other than your bit Mars but I'm pretty sure that the guitar is is the the guitar is basically the same throughout but it like you're just playing two you're playing the no that's no no and no sorry yeah i'm sorry i mean Catherine, you're playing you're playing yeah and and that and that's it's that's everywhere in the song um except for the um except for the like but then it goes back into but like I don't think that if it's it's like when we do when we play the song um uh uh when we do going to Brighton and we play it mm. and and you guys do it without me <laughs> without me but you know like when you do when you do it, it it it's just two it's just like three chords two chords three chords mm. but with yeah but like I what I like is I like leading the song a little bit with the bass and changing the 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 kind of root of the song a little bit with the bass and I yeah. and I, I think the two things kind of lend lend to each other really well. I'm not sure the word for it but they they kind of because it feels so empty without me <laughs> <laughs> but no I mean I think that they they kind of complement each other that's the word I'm looking for they complement each other you you the sure. the kind of the kind of the, not simplicity because that isn't fair but the the, the I think it is it is fair I think you mean like bare bones I think mm. that is completely fair like I I've I've always I got in look I got into this game because of lyrics okay like I I'm a guitarist and I love guitar but I write knowing that I'm in a band with three other people and one of who whom is like a guitarist that I uh like trust and like admire for for their for their guitar skills and the others are bassist the others drummer no, i'm kidding i was gonna say <laughs> yeah, you, right. should, you should have said the, uh, the, other, uh, the other one's miles that would have been hey. so good the other one's miles well okay give me a, give me a second cleaner and the other one's miles well, you can edit that george um but yeah like i mean i i i yeah i i i think it's really freeing that that i look it doesn't come naturally to me to write guitar parts in the same way that it does miles and it comes but it does come naturally to me to do vocals and lyrics um so i i i think we have quite a sweet arrangement worked out all four of us in how george like as, as george as kind of like a guitarist really um is the basis in the band and how he thinks and how he writes um it's you you like you kind of do play the role of guitarist um in your parts i think which is cool it's a strength um 
And yeah. I, d- I think I, I, yeah, I definitely I definitely play the bass like a guitar sometimes. Mm. And there are yeah. there's a lot of time where I go blinky 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 and it should I should just be going you know I should just be doing the route and I'm like no I'm not going to do that. And then when we get <laughs> we get to the studio and <laughs> and Richard's like do, do you want to just play the route at that point and I go no <laughs> but I do it and it sounds really good. Like, oh god damn it a, he's done it again. A, <laughs> there's a song which I don't think we're we're going to talk about yet where that worked out really well because oh, we yes. kind of stripped out all of the all of the melody parts that I had down, and then it's like the bass calories carries the melody really well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's from something we haven't even discussed yet publicly. I have no, so, I have okay. no idea what Secret they're talking. This is all about. very cryptic. <laughs> yeah, cloak, cl- cloak and cloak and dagger, baby. Um, but that brings us along. I think you talking. Catherine about being really good at writing lyrics, but that brings us along. That's what I was. That's why I was talking about how what a genius I am. Like people, <laughs> people read my things. And they're like, wow. But um, but I think I think when we were actually when we were uh coming up with an EP uh, album art EP artwork with Jono, he said that he really enjoyed like messing about with the concepts and hand, having handwritten kind of like a scrapbook. Um kind of aesthetic he said he really enjoyed writing out handwriting blessed darkness or something so at least my pretentiousness <laughs> makes someone happy out there but have we talked about we have dan started with talking about drums so that's fine you don't have anything else oh yeah no we've done dan well i think uh, yeah well fine. i mean have you got have you got anything else that you want to <laughs> add at all mate no because i don't i think we've really covered we haven't really covered you all that much i think you did say that you yeah. were listening to a lot of mountain goat stuff because that's what you kind yeah. of felt like yeah and i channeled you know channeled Coldplay uh when of i was course. writing the drum part no um <laughs> the, what the, the amusing part is is that this is another song that we didn't ever practice live i don't think before we recorded it because of the whole pandemic thing we did yeah, actually yeah because it because it was so old we'd had attempts but honestly it hadn't it yeah, so the dr- the drum part that I wrote or that that I programmed um, because I hadn't really practiced it, um, I couldn't actually play, so I had to <laughs> change it. Uh, so the the like the the um, the lockdown demo drums sound <laughs> sound different. Um, not well, not massively the, different, but um, but the... I think it's all right. The eight bit version. The eight bit version will use the drums from the program drums. So if it sounds oh, okay. a bit different, that's why. Um, <laughs> I actually think like the fact that we, because the demo came out, I sent the demo around years ago. We we jammed in it for a while and then we put it aside. Um, I think actually we jammed in it when we were writing withdraw and it didn't make withdraw. It didn't click. And then, um, I think having the program drums as the first thing and actually is the reason it clicked this time because we we just had a, a really solid base the, the, to work off and dan had correctly identified like a really a really good beat to it like that and that the, that the like went the with the but, feeling but, yeah but yeah but but and but, that wasn't there yeah. when we jammed it the first time uh, yeah and I, I was i like, was so, yeah i was probably otherwise it didn't have well, I mean, I don't remember, but otherwise it doesn't have the drive that it needs. Exactly. And none of us could articulate that, but Dan yeah. Dan got it. Look, hole in one, and I, then after that, it was easy to build. I'd, well, I'd, hole in... I think you got par. I wouldn't <laughs> say got hole in one. I, 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 I don't understand I, I golf. I know the vibe. Ah. 
you know? So, fine. You got a birdie or an eagle. <laughs> I played a lot of PGA Tour golf as a kid. On a, Look, on... I like Dan. <laughs> <laughs> Look, too, I'm, good, I'm, I'm good at, I'm good at like, working out the vibe. That's, you know. Yeah, you are. For sure. I, vi- I, yeah. I vibed it. You vibed it. So, yeah. speaking of... Oh, originally, I was going to say, speaking of... There's no real segue now, but... Um, as the <laughs> as the as the album is called, or the, sorry, the EP is called "The Summer I Got Good at the mm. Guitar." Um, mm. It wasn't me that thought this would be a good idea, but I'm going to say it was me that thought it was a good idea. I thought it'd be a good idea that we all kind of talked about when we started learning how to play guitar and when we'd sort of <laughs> learned how to do the things that we do now. Um, so, who wants to? When we got good. <laughs> when we got good. Well, not necessarily when we got good, but like when we decided or when we learned how we learned. The, yeah. the, the, the way we learn like did you get lessons maybe, did you teach yourself maybe when, like, yeah maybe maybe when it clicked because i'm definitely still not good uh, I, I know that I, you've that's, that's the second time you said that and i feel like you're kind of fishing for some kind of like don't be your great i'm absolutely you... not i'm just very aware that actually <laughs> guitar like i i, ma- I don't ma- know I just, ma- honestly the more, the more advanced i get a guitar the more i realize like oh fuck but, i know nothing but but that's fine but like, it was super it's it honestly like I, so i've known you for what like five years now yeah and like <laughs> again i don't want to i, I don't want good since i then. don't want to sound <laughs> like weird or like but yeah the, what the your growth on guitar your growth in the way that you've like started being able to write songs and, 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 and become a little bit more open to kind of change and stuff has been amazing. The The stuff that you've done with cheerleaders is like astounding. Oh, dude. Like, I think absolutely brilliant. Really did, yeah, I think cheerleaders did help me, like, help, help me with some guitar growth because when you're the only guitarist, like, yeah, it just doesn't, cut it hack it to do chords the whole time i mean it might but it didn't for cheerleaders and like some of the part also sophie and i co-wrote a lot of cheerleaders guitar parts and so thinks about guitar and plays guitar in such a different way to me like she is a like a riffy guitarist um and yeah i've gotten yeah i've got yeah i just think it's like confidence and stuff for sure like i think you're right like also touring loads and fresh has just made me a tighter guitarist and better at playing cause the more like even yeah the more you play the better you will get like that's just how it works with instruments like if yeah so yeah so when did you like when did you when did you start playing uh i got a guitar for my 14th birthday because i wanted one and my parents got me an argos acoustic guitar with like nylon strings and i learned uh bon jovi's living on a prayer whoa and the first and the first chord i learned was a c chord oh you're halfway there Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I can't resist. <laughs> Mr. Bovine uh, Jody himself. <laughs> I will only talk to him. And basically, I basically like learned all. I learned living on a prayer, which I remember was probably like, I'm sure. Th- I don't think it was a capo, but um, my capo phase came later. But um, <laughs> I was probably like G C minor. But then I also learned the A minor, um, the G to <laughs> the C to the A minor to the F, um progression that is just in every pop song so then i i only wanted to learn guitar because i knew i wanted to be in music but i also knew i didn't want to just be a singer because i'm not i mean yeah it i i just knew i i wanted to be able to like have an instrument to hide behind does and also just yeah i just wanted to do it does your and singing so, does your does the fact that you sing 
because 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 singing is a big part of my kind of like journey as well into music it is is a lot mm. of the reason you sing because of the music you sang in school like the hymns and stuff because when you well, were singing was, hymns yeah. were, were you like shit like i can sing yeah well i before school was well, so like in primary school i sang in the church choir but choir is a bit of a uh like a fancy name for it because it was like me and this old lady um and another old band <laughs> we were like a three band acts my first band but like um <laughs> and i used to sing in church i would have like solos and, and now stuff. and now you're and in a band with two yeah. old men so. <laughs> I'm in a, two old men and one slightly less old man um oh thanks. yeah and um <laughs> and yeah so i had solos I would always do like Silent Night at Christmas. It was like, it was basically an easy way to get that sweet validation and attention from parents because I have a lot of siblings. Sure. So you have to kind of, oh, like, yeah. you have to have a, sh- you have to have a shtick, you know. Yeah, of course. Stand out. Um, and then when I got into secondary school, I joined the choir, which was an actual choir, like 60 people. And um, we did tours to Paris and Hong Kong and like international tours. Um, and so that was a really nice way to, I just loved that. Like, um, and then around the same time I started taking, um, I mean, I'd been playing acoustic guitar just like literally like casually. And then I started taking guitar lessons. Um, and that's when I got really, um, around the same time I got really into like punk music. So I started being serious about guitar because I realized, I realized that guitar was kind of the tool of credibility when you're, when you're a woman, you're kind of just expected to be able to sing really well. Um, and so I, I mean, yeah, I I can't shred or anything, but I I knew that if I wanted to be in a punk band, I I couldn't just stand there and sing. Um, props to women that do. Not that I'm saying that just that's a level of confidence I don't have, and also like I thought it would just help me blend in a bit better. And also like I kind of have a knack for guitar. Like I think my teacher was really encouraging, and he was like, "Wow, you're so good at this." Even you know when I was just average, like I kind of it was like a puzzle. And I remember being really satisfied that the fact that if you just sat down and put an hour of work learning like a piece, then you could play it. Like, I think it's a really like honorable and fair thing. Like, whereas with singing, it's just kind of like, I suppose you can learn to sing, but it does kind of just feel like a a confidence and talent and kind of just riffing things. So right. I liked guitar for that. Yeah. Right. Is it cool if and the so, touring yeah, band stays on your sofa? It's 60 kids. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's 60 teenage girls. In fact, oh. and a reason I got uh, what? what? No. I was in a <laughs> Sacred Heart Choir twenty twenty thirteen. Everyone, um, and I remember also the reason that I a big thing of like loving French was because when we toured Paris, stupidly the school hadn't thought to bring a French teacher. None of the teachers or staff on that tour um, could speak French, and so I was like a really precocious fourteen-year-old. I think that was my first tour with the choir when I was fourteen, and so I was like put in charge of translation. And I really did not speak good French. Like I was really winging it, but we, we did a show at the like the Jardin de Luxembourg, which is like a really famous Parisian park with like a bandstand. And then we w- did like a retirement home. And I was like on the phone at the front of the coach, like negotiating, like parking logistics and stuff. I had no idea what was going on. I was very like winging it. Just like, they said turn left. Like I had no idea what was happening. Tony, um, I go. 200 francs. Johnny, you're I kidding go. me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no, 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 no. We have to talk to the web manager.
did that a lot quicker than normal. Miles, you just hit, <laughs> Miles hit, just hit his head. Oh, I just hit. <laughs> I was, that, I've moved back into what I thought was a much more comfortable position. Um, and then that was, I, I thought that, it was going to take longer for us to clap. And then I rushed. And then <laughs> yeah. so I, I went back like that. And I, I and that's a, that's a load-bearing poster as well <laughs> you've got behind you. <laughs> well, it's um, framed. So the, the corner of it went right into my... my birthday. Right until you've got... Is your birthday today? No, no. 5th of November. That's my birthday. That was when... Oh. That was... I mean, I don't want to brag, but it does feel like every show Fresh plays is the best show ever. But that was when we played in North Carolina on George's birthday. We played at Duke University, which is sick. And And we we went went bowling bowling on that day. And we tried to get the Hardy brothers to come. uh, I did try to get the Hardy brothers to come. They rudely didn't reply to to my DM. I mean, to to be fair... Um, the place I thought that the place that we were and the place that they were, I thought they were a lot closer together, but they're like a four hour drive away. America's so big. That's so America. <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah. Um, anyway, thank you so much, uh, for, uh, tuning in. Hope you're still with us. I, I had a really great time talking to everybody about their old band stuff. Um, I hope that was fun for you. Um, uh, if you want to, uh, if you if there's anything you want us to talk about or anything, just like hit us up at Fresh um, Fresh Punks um, on Twitter um, and like ask us any questions you want to hear about. I don't know, like this should be a a, a, a thing, you know, for the fans. <laughs> I'm just kidding, but <laughs> if, you, if there are you know any suggestions or anything, just send you know send us a, send us a tweet. Um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. Um, our final a final thing we're going to talk about this week is. Um, the Fresh Album Club, which I have been loving. I hope that you've all um, done it. Yeah. This week, because you've yeah. because I say this week, but I I, I actually it's been um, about a month since we last did the podcast because we've least, been doing yeah. various things. So if if Dan says he hasn't had time, <laughs> I'm gonna be furious. <laughs> actually, I didn't listen to it. I was I was gonna I was gonna maybe wait for you to just say that. But um, anyway, I chose the record this time. Um, it's a really great album, I think. I really like it. They, it's uh, the band is White Reaper, and the record is called White Reaper Does It Again. Um, they're a band from Louisville, Kentucky, which is a wrestling town. Um, they, and they have a keyboard player called Ryan Hater, which I think is amazing. Um, <laughs> this album, I, Ryan Hater, that's such a great name. I wish <laughs> that my name was something as cool as that, but it's not as lame. Um, this is their debut record. I think it's really well produced. I think it's really well written. I really like the songs. The singing is like super urgent, super poppy and dancey, but also super grungy. Um, there's two brothers in the band, and that's good. Um, Oasis, like Oasis, <laughs> has two brothers. So does Michael. The Romance. National. The right, yeah, Michael Romance. The Mile National. Band. The National has four. Well, exactly. Are they that's all bro- brothers? Still the brothers? They're not all brothers together. Wait, 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 oh, wait till you hear insane. about. Wait until you hear about this band Kings of Leon. called The Cause. <laughs> <laughs> the Cribs. The Cribs as well. Oh, man. The Nolans. Like the original band with the Nolans. The, the, um, the Carters. What, the who's Carter that? family. Who's the, the Kinks. Oh, the my Kinks. God. Those, yep. The Kinks. Those two brothers, man. If, if you listen to You Really Got Me um, in the guitar solo, which is the one of the best guitars of all time. I know I hate guitar solos, but that's so good. You can hear them like fighting each other. Yeah. You can hear them really like goes ah! each other before and stuff. The, yeah. Before the solo. Ah! Oh, so good. It's like one of them ah! threw something at the other. <laughs> yeah. 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 They hated each other so much. There's loads of guitar minis on it, and I love guitar minis, as you all know. Um, there's only one song on the album, which is in a minor key. 
Um, I'd be interested to know if any of you noticed that. The keyboards are really great. The guitar solos are rule. The bass playing is super solid. And the drums are killer. And you know that it's killer because they're both brothers. Yeah? Or siblings. It doesn't matter that they're brothers. It's just fucking cool. Um, the percussion is really great. And I love the blown out sound. The vocal sound with loads of distortion. It's just It sounds like a weird 70s punk record. Like the Buzzcocks or the Ramones or something. But it's also it also sounds like Fountains of Wayne and it also sounds like Motion City Soundtrack and Weezer and Kings of Leon. Um, and it came out on polyvinyl and that's cool because polyvinyl is sick. I know Dan's a huge fan of polyvinyl stuff. Yeah. Um, my favorite songs on it were uh, Pills, Last Fourth of July. Last Fourth of July. What a fucking tune. And Sheila and Candy. Like this record is so great. Um, so who has... Um, you can say really bad things about the record if you hated it. That's totally okay. But I really liked it. <laughs> so who wants to talk? About, who wants to wax lyrical about this awesome I can, album? I can go. Yeah, go for it, Mars. Like. So my my first impression was um, that, and it, and it, I don't know whether this is influenced by the fact that it was you that recommended it, but I, my my very first impression was this sounds like sped up Oasis. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just I was just imagining the the person with the tambourine just like. <laughs> Going fucking mad with it. Um, mad for it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but like the you know the 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 tone of the vocals and the the phrasing and then kind of getting into it, it it reminded me more of. I was actually surprised though when you said they were from from the US because it it sounds like that sort of era of of like sixties um, English pop bands like like the Kinks. Um, mm. uh, but. Th- it, it really, think, where they that, were kind I of like singing they, in American accents. But yeah, but I, yeah, but I, like that's the thing. I think they were super influenced by um, American bands and the, the same way that like, yeah. I guess, cyclically those American bands then became influenced by bands like the Buzzcocks and bands yeah. like, you know, yeah, super, super like punky because the, the whole punk thing and I'm doing the mm. inverted comments thing. I will get that all came from the UK. So like. My but another really strong impression I got was that like I feel like the drummer must have some kind of political influence because you get the sense that, like over the rest of the banks you get the sense that like no one told the drummer stop <laughs> or hold back at any point and and I love that I, I but it feels like it feels like they had some kind of you know blackmail over the rest of the band <laughs> where no one could go like like give us some. but it sounds wicked. Um, uh, because because absolutely no restraint is being exercised by that drummer, um, which which again not a criticism. I think that's fantastic. Uh, the mix is really interesting. The that you kind of went over. There's like there's almost a shoegazy element to it. Mm. The way that that be- that vocal is buried and distorted. Um, uh, but you can still hear everything he says though as well, which is really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Like it's, yeah, it's not to the point where where it's like you you know you 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 have to work really hard to pick it out. Mm. Yeah, and the other thing I I thought was really interesting, uh, and this could be just because I was like thinking in terms of uh, of that sort of era was um, there's like a, a synth sound that comes up at least a couple of times, um, which is very um, like Joe Meek kind of. Uh, it almost sounds like a. It, it's not quite like a theremin sound, but that that sort of thing, bwah, which bwah, is really cool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, then it goes that's mm. so good Th- those those synth be- led bits um especially especially in especially in friday the 13th 
the 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 the, the one minor song on the record that like this it i just thought it was so great like every little thing the synths really drove it without being over powerful yeah and also and also without like going off in a load of different directions it's like it, it keeps it it keeps it to like a consistent sound palette which is really cool yeah cool Sorry to interrupt you at the end there, but like no, I no, no. Synth so much, I thought they were so sick. <laughs> uh, who wants to go next? Yeah, I like going on. I'm. I mean, I'm not going to talk too much about the like songwriting, but um, because I just agree with everything you say. It's just great. Um, I yeah, I love this record. Um, I I love like the sound and the vibe of it. Like the production for me is just perfect like everything just sounds a little bit fucked up but you can still hear it like it's got it's it's a really nice lo-fi sounding thing without being unpleasant to listen to like um uh, it's got that weezer memories thing going about hasn't it like the super blown out production but everything still sounds great even though it's like yeah because you know do do you know that uh do you know that band bougie boys like their production like they have these really great catchy punk songs but their production is so like obnoxious and like 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 unpleasantly lo-fi and they do it on purpose what, like like you have to go, you have to go like like quite uh you you you've got to like really work hard to make something sound bad and they and bougie boys do it but like i feel like white reaper like just 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 make the, it sound great there's like a tony molina style thing going yeah on as well right like a like the super blown out the whenever the, whenever there's guitar solos on that record like all the songs are a minute long but it's just like it's already blown out but it all sounds wonderful yeah. and that disheveled cuss record that came out earlier earlier th- or last year i think that was the same like really blown out but everything just sounded great there's a there's a real art to that isn't yeah there? definitely and i i think that if i had complete creative control over fresh like this is how like arrangement and production wise this is how we'd sound um so maybe it's best that i don't have control (laughs) but like yeah there's in terms of the synth like you've obviously talked about like there's a it's a huge throwback to like 60s stuff going on there's there's a huge like 13th floor elevators rocky erickson vibe going on which i'm certain is intentional um, must be yeah which like yeah because it, it they just sound a lot of their songs especially the synth parts just sound like modern 13 floor elevator songs um and i'm I, i'm a big fan of that so yeah no it's a great it's a great record um i like how kind of obtuse the album artwork is as well it's just kind of like an out of focus photo it's like great <laughs> thanks of of, 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 like of the, a hand drive yeah, of, of driving it's, yeah. it's it's almost like that could be a fresh uh record couldn't it uh, almost <laughs> like um but yeah no it's a, a great band also i really appreciate how like they have they they kind of they, i mean before the pandemic they 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 were like crossing over and were becoming like um like a a, a like a like a proper mainstream yeah band, like, right? like they they've 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 done the they've done the leap 
that there seems there seems to be this there seems to be this leap that that happens from from kind of I I hate to say it but like from kind of top shelf level who I love to to kind of polyvinyl level which is like a step above mm-hmm. um like Tancred basically did that yeah. they they put their first record out on on t- uh, top shelf and then their second record was on polyvinyl and yeah I I think I think there's that kind of like progression and and it's the kind of not the best you can hope for but then yeah like to to move on to a bigger label well, they, after polyvinyl yeah. is like pretty amazing and they, well they've they toured with the Killers as well so quite recently yeah, that, so I mean they're like they they yeah I mean that's gonna give you a a real yeah, leg up isn't it th- that band I think I think they did some like some some of the kind of the chat show live sessions as well before the pandemic and stuff I, I, I haven't followed them closely recently but i remember seeing like they were doing a lot of like big stuff um and uh, there's a spot there's a spotify session as well that they've done which i think you've got to be yeah. you've you've got to be doing num- you've got to be pulling numbers to to, to have that kind of thing going yeah. on for you. yeah yeah but no they're, they're they're just a great band and they kind of like they've they've become popular through being good not through changing their sound and i, I appreciate that like you know yeah. Okay, fresh. What's your uh, what's your what's your vibes? Yeah, everything you all said basically. It's good. Uh, you, like you, it. you, you and I when when you and I were on the uh the platform coming back from recording, mm. um, you said you'd been listening to it and it was really kind of pumping you up for some stuff. Yeah, I've I've been running to pills a lot. Um. I like it. This sounds like Danger Days, basically. It's great. I love the synth sounds. Sure. I like. I can, I can totally feel that. Like how distorted it is. Um, I I do disagree with the just enough so you can understand. I can't understand a thing they're saying. <laughs> uh, Fair enough. But I like that. I like I like listening to music that makes me feel like I don't speak English, and it's just like. So yeah. So as as somebody who doesn't. Yeah, I don't. I don't really put a lot of. No, I don't put a lot of stuff into it. That's not fair. But like, I don't really mind what's being said. I'm much more of a kind of a melody and a and a and a and a, and a music guy. Because mm. um, all my all my favorite songs are like, I I went to the shops and I couldn't find the thing I wanted. So then I was like, oh my god. That's like my thing. I like it. I don't give a fuck what they're talking about. I just like how it sounds. Mm. Normally, um, I'm a lyric which, person, which is prob- which is probably which is probably why all my all my lyrics are so bad. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I don't know, man. I just I just thought I I know what you mean. Um, but yeah, I, I, I yeah, I mean, last Fourth of July, like, oh, it's just so great. I loved it. Just love the blind out shit. I think it's wicked. I like it too. Just and I really love the new Weezer even record though, too. I just thought it was even so though great. I can't understand him, um, he has really good delivery, and the melody is so good. I'm willing to put it aside, <laughs> yeah. but I don't think I could make that kind of stuff like my main staple listening to. But it's just so good mm. for a very particular vibe, and oh, they're just yeah, great at sure. it. So yeah, I, I really sure. liked the album. I'm definitely like pills is in my rotation now, and. That is nice. It's always nice to discover new stuff because I'd never heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> that's wicked. That's awesome. All right, cool. That's great. Thanks so much. Um, who has anybody got an album they want to put forward for this week? Uh, Catherine, I think it's, it's your Catherine's go. Good, it's so. Catherine's turn. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Oh, I 
is it now? Do you have a record that you've been listening to a lot that you want to like? Yes. Um. Um. I can hear last 4th of July in my head right now and just fucking vibing. Um, it's so good. Uh, see, I've got, I don't think she cares in my head. Um, <laughs> so the, yeah, um, the Pale Hound album, Black Friday. It's a good one. Oh, all right. Cool. All right, sweet. Okay, so next. So next. Now, uh, has anybody got any like really awesome stuff they've been listening to this, this like for the last month that they want to mention before we wrap up? Um, I've been really into John Denver. Um, listen to a lot of John Denver. Your live stream was cool. Yeah, Thank that was you. awesome. Uh, you were talking about talking about that on there. And, uh, I was just in the chat, <laughs> chatting like a piece of shit. It was awesome. Was I like time. it when you're the moderator of the chat. And I really like the song <laughs> I Hate Boys by uh, Young Serial and uh, Baby Frankie. Absolute fucking mm. banger. Uh, yeah, that's about it from me. Awesome. You'll see anything anything sick this week before we wrap up? Um, I have been listening to the Daft Punks. R I P. Yeah, R I P. R I P. That that video that 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 video that we uh that we were watching together on um Twitter where they like cut the song up. That old like funk song that they turned yeah. into. This. Oh, that's so How good. How amazing was that? That's so good. That's so yeah, amazing. So yeah, cool. incredible. Awesome. I, I've Dan? been listening to um, I've been listening to that Pupil Slicer record, which I oh, I really really dig. Um, uh, wow. Also, there's a about uh, I've been listening to the Regional Justice Center record called Crime and Punishment, which is like a really like boneheaded thuggish like hardcore record. Oh. Is it, oh, I think nice. you dig it. Um, it's like. I've popped, I've popped it in my, popped it in my yeah, list. Yeah, cool. Um, it's just really like, it's just really aggro, dumb sounding stuff. Awesome. It's good. I really like it. Hell yeah! I've been uh, really enjoying um, the new uh, Harmony Woods record this week. Oh, I've not heard that yet. Um, it's super sad, but it's really nice. Um, the really from album is. Oh my! Oh, Unbelievable! So good. so good! Wow! Just amazing! Um, and the other record I've been really getting into this week is the Queen of Jeans record. I don't oh, know if you've, I know any of you've heard that, but yeah, oh, yeah, they're, so they're good. great bands. Yeah, I'm, oh, I'm a fan. So good, and also, Spirit. I've been listening to so much Spirit of the Beehive. You, you guys know that I'm a a, a huge um, uh, uh. Glockamora like Stan. I hate that fucking word, but I really am that. I've like I I just think they're the greatest. I was yeah, sure that, that. I was sure you were gonna say Spirit of the Cimarron. I thought that too. <laughs> I got really excited. I'm sorry. Spirit oh, of the fuck. Cim- what's what's Spirit Can I make of the that Cimarron? my album? What's S- Spirit Stallion of the Cimarron, I think it is. Oh. Oh. Yeah, okay. Yeah, let's the do that. Brian Adams yeah, one. Let's we can that we can do that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. Get off of my Pale back Hound, Pale Hound is great. They can wait. Okay. Spirit of the Cimarron. Cimarron. <laughs> Spirit of the Spirit. Spirit. Stallion. Stallion of the of the Cimarron. Stallion. Stallion of the oh, Cimarron. Oh, they've got it on oh, Spotify. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's on there. there oh it is. yeah, it's on Spotify. It right? Oh, it's on Spotify, Hans baby. Simmer. Oh, baby. 
Oh, we it's so good. All right, sick. Quite long. Can't wait to hear that. It's an hour long. <laughs> yeah, and you'll be grateful. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> Do you... Oh, Sarah, Sarah McLaughlin's on there as well. Um, all right, I think we should wrap it up. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening this week. I think it's been a lo- quite a long one. Um, so thanks for thanks for listening. Um, yeah. Any any questions? Any so thoughts, you're any welcome. Whatever? Yeah, so you're <laughs> welcome. Um, yeah, just just give us a shout. Uh, fresh at Fresh Punks. Um, yeah. Cool. Cool. Thanks Bye. everyone. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Thanks so much. See you later. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Sorry, I, lo- I lost my train of thought.